Welcome to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. I'm Matthew Neal Davis, an author, lawyer, and owner of one of the fastest growing law firms in the country, built on the idea of helping businesses make smart decisions. I'm going to teach you in this podcast how to protect, improve, and grow your business by dealing with your problems before they happen, because prevention is direction. Vamos, amigos. Buenos dias, amigos, and bienvenidos to the Art of Preventing Stupid podcast. This week is a follow-up to the Common Denominators podcast from last week. We're going to build on the idea of common denominators to get to how to build out a best practices list customized to your business to use in the Business Immune System Report. If common denominators are the cake, then best practices are the cake with icing. And everybody loves that, not the icing. I mean, I hate icing. I used to work in a bakery. I hate it plain, but it's good on cake, and it's how you ice your cake. And everybody loves a finished dessert like that. That's what the best practices do to your common denominator list. Just to make sure we're all on the same page, these two podcasts are elaborations on how to use the Business Immune System Report, how to ask the smart questions that help you protect, and improve your business. Time for a quick review. Common denominators are the things every business should be concerned about. We went over a few of them last week. Health of the owner and or management for management catastrophes. Identifying your core customers for marketing. That's an example of where you should not be ignorant. These form a baseline, again the cake, of building out your best practices list. The question now is, What do we add on? What are the sort of subjective concerns that you need to customize the questions that you're going to ask? First and foremost, your goals have to be taken into account. You need to be honest and clear with yourself about what your goals are because they're going to define your set of potential problems. Again, your goals define your problems. Problems are just the flip side of your goal. If you're like most of the rest of us, you have some very specific goals and things you want to achieve with your business. These are going to affect how you want to view the threats or obstacles that stand in your way. Getting where you want to go depends on avoiding catastrophes, building the necessary knowledge and skill sets, again, that's avoiding ignorance, and likely a lot of elbow grease and follow-through reference there to avoiding ineptitude, meaning that you get the work done right. Now, before we get on to other things that factor into building your best practice list, let's look at an example of how goals come into play in building out your best practices list, meaning your custom list. This time we're going to span all three source of threats in the management category. Let's say your specific goal is to be able to work three days a week and fish, golf, or if it's me, I want to go kayaking with the kids. This sets the host of potential problems into action. Now this goal could be the goal of a small professional shop, but for our purposes here, let's presume you're running a full-time business with several employees. Because you want it to run right, at least part of the time without you there, you need good management to keep the ship straight. Because of your specific goal, you just found something to add to your best practices list, which is 
just how important having the right management in place is and how important not only you are, but your second in command or whoever's in charge when you're gone. Now, moving on to concerns about ignorance in management, running your business this way depends on a whole new level of skill sets. Part of that's you knowing how to delegate and train, right? You're the boss. You got to make sure the jobs are done right. Then there's making sure your manager knows how to run the shop while you're gone. In thinking about this, I was going back to when I was 19 years old and my boss left me in charge of Paul Revere's Pizza in Lisbon, Iowa. Now, maybe that wasn't one of her best decisions. I hadn't been trained very well. I wasn't a completely irresponsible kid, but I wasn't really up to snuff to be able to take care of the shop. Point here, the goal of getting time off adds to the custom items on your best practices list. You have to be able to make sure that your team knows how to do it. Then there's ineptitude. And we're kind of in the same realm here with ignorance. It's more about making sure that they follow through with it. And going back to Paul Revere's Pizza, if my boss had left me a detailed checklist to make sure all the steps were done to close the shop, she would have got a better result. So you need to make sure your team has their methods mapped out. Systems are important, and when you set that goal of wanting to take time off and not be there, that adds a new layer of complexity in how you've got to build your systems. Okay, what we just did is walk through an example of how your goals will add custom questions to how you use the business immune system report. Now let's also consider some other things aside from goals that will add to it. Now, there's a pretty sound argument that all of them can be characterized as goals, but let's run with it anyway. The stage of your business obviously can make a big impact. Last week, I differentiated between a new company and an old one with obligatory reference to a curmudgeon owner, right? That stage of your business is going to affect the questions you ask. It's going to affect how you look at your business, where your threats are coming from, whether you need to be more concerned about ignorance or ineptitude. Now, another consideration is the market. For instance, where I live right now, we're living through another oil boom. Okies in the know know how to handle these. It's a boom and bust cycle. It goes on and on and on again. And that colors how we know how to deal with investments in the business, receivables, and a whole host of other things. For instance, the last oil boom was coming to an end about 2014. I saw it sent letters to my clients, got them prepared. That affects the questions that you act. And by that, I mean the market that you're in, the business that you're in. So what I'm getting to is how do you customize the, on top of the common denominators? And that's how ultimately we all build out our best practices lists on how to use the business immune system report. These two podcasts are only meant as an introduction of how to use the business immune system report to your utmost advantage. There's a ton more to discuss here, and we're going to get into that because a few podcasts down the road, we're going to switch to an interview format and start digging into the 21 categories repeatedly, and we're going to discover a ton of great ideas about how to protect and improve your business from fantastic experts in all the key systems of your business. Next week, I'll be back and I'm going to address the pessimists. I'm going to address those that contend 
that you can't prevent stupid mistakes. Because I believe that most of the times you can, particularly if you build a system, which is what this whole podcast is about. And the next podcast is going to help you build your confidence by giving you why, there's some quotes there, the business immune system works. I may wax a little philosophically, so get ready. That's for next week, though. For now, Davis out.